Well, hello, gentlemen. Hey there. Hey. Hello. There he is. <laughs> if you can tell, I'm not recording from a tin can anymore. I'm back at home. Where's the echo? I know. <laughs> I know. Where's the relax sign? How are you feeling? You relaxed? Did you get? How I'm, was the rest of your week? Uh, well, I, I'm much more relaxed now. I'll put it to you that way. Yeah, definitely. Excellent. Yeah. Insufficient. Tell me more. <laughs> we had a great time, man. Ocean City was fantastic. It was amazing. Amazing. Yeah. We had. Uh, I I don't know if you got. Did you guys ever read the Berenstein Bears growing up? Oh uh, yeah. 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 So there was this one classic book by them that always stuck with me. It was called The Berenstein Bears and Too Much Vacation. Mm. And it was all, the story of how they start this great vacation. I can't remember where they went. A Somewhere tree, in bear tree house, uh, yeah, yeah. A, a tree house or something like that. I was probably left bear country. Yeah, but then by you know by Thursday they're all like at each other's throats and they're ready to go home. They just had too much vacation. That mama bear can be a basket of fun. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Preach, preach, brother. Amen. I mean, for real, you know. I mean, she was kind of the instigator of the whole thing. I didn't want to say. She's anything, got like two outfits. I mean, come on. <laughs> It was a ridiculous premise. She's in pajamas ridiculous. like all day long. <laughs> all the time. Dude. Yeah, she's living the dream. Meanwhile, nah, nah, whatever. You know, Papa Bear's got his like, you know, his hatchet in hand most of the day. I know. When, yeah. yeah, and it's, it's amazing he hasn't lost a limb. You guys anyway, we yeah, digress. Sorry, yeah, I, I had, we had a great week. For Excellent. About 75% of the week. And Thursday, I got a little bit much. Thursday, Friday afternoon was fantastic. And then Saturday we was, uh, you know, yeah. just, it was great. But overall... Oh, okay. The, the vacation was fantastic. And let me just say thank you to you guys for pitching in and helping me with the edits last All week. Greg. Guys, it, listeners, if you don't know, Greg oh. edited the episode last week, and he did a freaking bang-up job. Hey, now. I can't thank you guys enough. Well done, oh, sir. About, yes. you, you, Jay's done it 107 times, <laughs> and Indeed, I've done it yes. twice. Uh-huh. <laughs> so can't take too much credit. But it's a, it's it, the value it, of the pinch hitter. Yes. It's definitely a, it's, it's a fun process to put it all together, so... Um, Yep, happy to help. Well, I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear you had mm. fun with it. <laughs> I did, I did. I did. I, I, you, you might notice some different, like, uh, I, I didn't have a bleep sound ah. handy. <laughs> didn't I didn't notice a, that. I, so it's, a, little, it's a horn. Ooga or the, the yeah, horn. Something like I kind of like that. Yeah, that's great. Well, anyway, how, how, how have you guys been? I, I feel like we're fine. talking about me a lot. Nick? Doing just fine. We have. It's true. How you been? I'm good. Yeah. Doing okay. All right. I'm good. Still here. Yep. Ready to do this thing. Fair how enough. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a little wiped. I had to, I had some gigs this weekend with uh, two wedding band gigs. That's right. Oh snap! Um, Back they in go? the yeah. wedding gig scene. Yeah. Well, when I'm in LA, I, I you know I've got a friend who works with this agency. I mean, he's doing like he alone is dealing with 50 weddings this month. You know, it's basically like ten a week, ten a weekend, Jesus. and he's wow. got he's got to just constantly put people in band. So I'm getting hit up for basically a wedding every. Uh, you know, and the, and the that thing time is, of year, man. How many times yeah, did you have to well, play the song September? I mean, it's a guarantee every time, <laughs> you know. Um, especially in during the month of September. The correct <laughs> answer is not <laughs> enough times. It's a, it's a great song. <laughs> it is, you know, to a point. <laughs> but um, one of the things that's actually, I mean, look, work is work, you know. And again, again people are putting, uh, you know, they but, couldn't get married. They couldn't get married a year ago, so mm-hmm. now they've pushed it true. to here. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And work is work, and it's great. Um, one thing that I do value highly in my uh, opportunities to do them in LA, what weddings that is, is that through this agency, it's always amazing players. Yeah, I'd imagine. And I'm constant, and it's always a new band. Beautiful. Because it's not a band that then gets hired for weddings. It's just an assembled the agency, group of artists. Yep. and then we just and then they just fill it 
they make it work. And um, it's actually it exists in all these different cities. It's the same company in DC. It's called the Bachelor Boys. Oh wow! Um, okay. In in LA, it's called the Lucky Devils Band. It's great players. P- real easy. There's no rehearsals. You nice. know, you just show up and you got it. But, but then they'll send you like tracks the day of. You know, there's always like a little bit of stress. <laughs> you, no matter how, even when I never think it's going to be a little stressful, there's like something that happens that makes it. Oh, it's a wedding. It's kind of like this podcast. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. There's always something, there's always a surprise. Yeah, that's right. And so, even though the surprise is throughout the, for instance, like I had to go to basically Santa Barbara, which is about two hours. Mm-hmm. Beautiful drive, yeah. the PCH, Pacific Coast Highway, you right. know. Mm-hmm. But I've learned, like, you cannot get, it's a two-hour drive, maybe like an hour and a half without traffic, mm-hmm. but you got to plan for at least twice that. Ooh, wow. You know, at least going there at the, in the afternoon. That's a lot least. of headroom. Yeah, yeah, you have to. Yeah, but coming back, it's super easy, you know, but the, the, just the traffic. <laughs> it's L.A., you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in any case, this weekend, I there were some players I'd played with before, some that I've just met, and uh, I played with a guy who's the trumpet player for John Fogarty's band. Oh, damn. Really, like, nice. top-shelf people, you know, and just total pros and really fun to hang with. That's um, awesome. Awesome. You know, and, uh, and you get to pick their brains about what they're doing and how they're doing it. So it was fun, but it was exhausting. Yeah, yeah. You know, it really is exhausting to yeah. do two in a row for me, especially because I'm not used to it anymore. But that'll be the that'll be the the last ones for a while. <laughs> cool. So cool, anyway, man. that was my weekend. Well, glad to hear that's you're fun. keeping busy, Greg. And that's awesome. You know. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, you know, it. hats off to you. But Thanks, guys, I don't mean to cut us short here, but we have a huge topic for today's show. Okay. So I think we? we should go ahead and get things started, if you don't mind. I'm looking forward to hearing oh, about this. I don't. I don't mind. Well, let's do it. Yes, that's right. This is You Should Check It Out. This is episode 109 coming at you on a beautiful Thursday, right after Labor Day. Did you guys Mm -hmm. have a good Labor Day? Yeah. Yeah. It was a good day. Yeah. Grilling, mowed. Frickin' beautiful out here on the East Coast. Sure, lovely. Can't speak of the West Coast, but yeah. I I had a nice day as well. Yeah, I got to... Speak, the traffic was actually light today, so, right. and I just I, I had mistakenly I'd set some things up around town, and I was like, "This is going to be awful," but I got to do it. Hey, and then I ended up just kind of cruising around town. I went up All to the Studio City. At home. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was great. You know, <laughs> you got to got, got to catch up with uh, some friends that are working on a project with me, and then regarding the resilient. Oh, oh nice. Uh, some some filmmakers, and then. Yeah. Uh, and then went across town to my boy Doug Organ's studio. He's got like a nice uh, lockout with uh, all kinds of keyboards and Leslie. And we played. We did a little jamming, and then that's fun. Got some ramen in Silver Lake. <sighs> Real hipster vibes. <laughs> it was fun though. Then Sounds uh, good to came me. Back, yeah. Came back and hung by the pool. Excellent. You know. Well, happy Labor Day to everyone out there in podcast land. Uh, my name is Jay. I'm Nick. And I'm Greg. We got a and topic? One topic, would you say? We have one topic this week. Nick, you That's alluded it? to it last week. Did I? Uh, true. Yes, you did. Spilled but, the beans. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say that. You kind of just you, you just dipped our toes in the water. Yeah, a little bit. But you know what? This is Greg's friend that we're going to have on the podcast today. So maybe, Greg, you want to do the Hopefully. honors? Oh. Well, I mean, we, we can call him. I don't know. I, What's the deal? I, Who is this person? Oh, well, yeah, is this, yeah. so is this it, another one of those situations where we set this whole thing did, up, but you didn't tell him that we were going to call him? I, yeah, I guess I uh, Jesus. got tied up with the weddings. <sighs> That's and, okay. That's all right. Yeah, we'll you're busy. You're busy. Maybe he's, yeah. I get well, it, Greg. You know. 
Yeah. It's, uh, one thing, one thing um, that's hard about Greg's friend is they're incredibly forgiving about when he calls. <laughs> they always pick up. This is true. This is so true. I have, a pretty, well, I have a pretty good rapport with, you know, my friends. Must and, be a good friend. You know, I don't know what it is. That's crazy. Well, I guess, well, I, uh, I guess we're going to have to it? roll the dice again. Who is it? It's my friend Lee. Oh, okay. Lee Durham. Lee Durham. Okay. Miley Durham. Miley Durham. Um, I call him Lee. And, uh, yeah, he's uh, someone I met, let's see, maybe about 10 years ago. Okay. Um, he's a drummer. He played uh, drums in the Funk Arc, which ah, was a band that I toured with quite a lot. tie-in. Yeah, and he came in right as we started touring. We actually needed to replace drummers. And he came in sort of as a... Uh, as, as, as a replacement, but also as he, obviously the new guy and, mm-hmm. you know, just coming in and jumping in on a tour. And it was a month-long tour of the country. And at the end, we ended up going to Austin. I, I, I'm actually probably saying too much right now. Let's let's see if he's available. Then we can talk about yeah, okay. it with him. That's a fair okay. point. Let's, let's see if we can yeah, get yeah. him right. on the phone. Yeah. And but you were uh, asking me who... I, I'm, I'm starting to ramble about Lee. and okay. you know, me, He's a friend. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's, let's see if he's around because he has a, a new project uh, that I thought was very deserving of uh, some attention from mm. us. Okay. You should okay. check it out. Um and uh, we can get into the nitty-gritty, but it involves, it's almost like a tribute to the album Cure for Pain mm. by the band Morphine. Ooh, okay. Um, so we, we'll talk about the band Morphine, that record, what it is. If, you, if you're not familiar with it, you should mm-hmm. be. It's a really fantastic record. And then why Lee is... P- kind of paying homage to it, assuming that he's available. Let's let's give him. Let, a sh- that would be good. Let's try. It. Let's try. It. I, I'm just could gonna, you I'm at least text you his number? Could you text yes. me his number real quick? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me text you his number. Great. Okay, you, you should have it. Got it. You see it? Yep. Here we go. Right. Okay. The zero is before the nine. There you go. Don't forget the seven. The... Nope. There it is. Oh, something's okay. ringing. There we go. Hmm. Let's see. Gonna be around. Hello. Oh. oh. Hello. Guys, 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 it's him. Hey, hey, Lee, what's up, man? It's Greg. Yo, Greg, what's happening? Uh, how you doing, man? I'm doing well, man. The, I didn't I didn't expect to hear from you this late. Well, <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. I, you know, I get I get wrapped up on the West Coast time and Yeah, I mean, geez. Sorry. <laughs> but listen, um, do you have uh do you have some time to chat about your newest uh endeavor that I heard about? This oh man, I'd love to. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's talk well, about it. Yeah, I've got. I've got <laughs> Thanks I've for calling, got, man. <laughs> yeah, of course. You know, I mean, I, I, I've been seeing stuff about it. You know, I got some emails, and I just, I wanted. I'm very curious and and very interested in in what's what it's all about. We should um, and we I should mention Lee. You're you're being recorded for a podcast right now. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. awesome. Oh, and, right, right. and Nick oh, and Jay. Okay. Nick and Jay are here. This is actually for a podcast. Hey, Jay. How's, actually Jay? Going, Nick? Nick? How's it going? How's it yeah. going? <laughs> nice to meet you, buddy. Good to nice meet you, guys. Man. Good to meet you guys. Greg. Yeah. Good to have you on. Long time. So Yeah, so so let's let's get right into it. I mean, it might help if um, if everybody knew exactly like what what a little bit about your background. Will you tell us uh, you know, what 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 are you up to? What, yeah, well, you know, I'm playing some music here in the DC area. Um you know, I've been playing here in this area for as long as I can remember, since I was like 15 years old or something. Um, playing, you know, in punk bands and different genres, jazz and funk and soul and hip-hop and mm-hmm. uh, freak folk or whatever you want to call it, you know, <laughs> all the all the good stuff. 
And, and you grew uh, up there, right? You grew up in the area. Yeah, in the yeah, DC I, grew, area. Okay. I grew up here in Heightsville. Okay, nice. cool. cool. Yeah, and I'm, I'm still here. Uh, bought the house where my, my parents lived and uh, oh, nice. I was just able to convert the um, freestanding shed into a recording studio, which is cool. Gorgeous. Ha What an um, upgrade. Beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. absolutely. <laughs> um, I had a recording studio in almost every other place I lived, but it was never a house that, like, you know, I had a lot of roots in. So it, it's cool to have, you know, everything here for the long haul that, that I can perceive. Beautiful. Um, but we we just finished it up uh, during the COVID times, so I actually haven't had any sessions in here, <laughs> in here yet. Uh, okay, but, um, not yet. Yeah, exactly, not yet. But it's uh, it's ready. I've had a, a rehearsal or two and um, got some stuff scheduled. So beautiful. Hopefully, everything will be cool and safe and do that. And um, yeah, so a lot of um, what we've recorded on this album, interpretations of Cure for Pain, was recorded all over the place, like over the mm-hmm. past four plus years right on yeah and relying on since quarantine times we really had that's i really had tried to to push and get it done at that time Mm -hmm. so we had a lot of people record in their own studios and stuff which is right on right on that everybody has those capabilities these days apparently but you know yeah 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 ramped up pretty quick at least once the right yeah but before we get into the the heart the hard deets of like uh what you know how how everyone made it and um, how, how it was recorded let's let's come back to the uh to the idea that well first i want to give a little bit more background of how lee and i know each other because i started to dig into it a little bit but lee you, you jumped into the and and started playing with the funk arc right before we went on this tour yeah uh, what was that like 2012 12 or something like that 13 i, I think know, it was 11 like the middle uh, ages i think man. it was 11 <laughs> I, I think it was 11 wow yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, 2011, yeah. yeah. But I, um, I, I remember yeah. running into you before then. Um, That's true. At, uh, we did meet before Santa that. Fe Cafe in College mm-hmm. Park. Um, cafe, it was yes. not. It was a l- very large venue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's true. It was not a cafe. Um, and, um, Is that the place right, right next to the Wawa? Yes. Yeah, yeah. like across right. the little gotcha. street there, yeah. Um, <laughs> But I was playing with a band called The Mighty Herd, and you were playing with Oddsar, I believe. Yeah, that's right. And somehow those two bands were on a bill together, you know, only in... <laughs> I know. It was, it, was, it was some kind of benefit thing. And, and uh, you so, knew yeah. Trevor, yeah. who was the bassist yeah. in Oddsar. Yeah. Didn't you guys go to high school together? Yeah, Trevor or... Trevor and I, we, I've known, I think I know, knew Trevor since before high school. Um, wow. When, that's awesome. Maybe, maybe I met him, like, in high school. I can't remember if we went to high school together, but we, we were playing in bands while we were in high that's school. That's right. Um, yeah, he's the man. Yeah, and he's on this album actually too. So is he? Yeah, really? Yeah, he's I didn't on the very that. first track. Yeah, with a band that we oh, have called sweet. The, the Mod Orchestra. So oh, oh that's so cool. yeah, he's okay. Doing... okay, I realized that. Okay, now I realized that too late, but it's good to know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, um yeah, good, but yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I, I, I feel like when I went into Funk Arc, I kind of like, it wasn't like an in, but I knew you, and I think mm-hmm. it, I think you were the only person that I knew. With that, oh my like, god! And this is at least more band. than one other time, right? Yeah, it's like eight, twelve. You know. You know, sometimes it's more of an ensemble. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, the funk arc is a play on uh, Sun Ra's orchestra. Right. You know, mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. so yeah, which was like an eighteen-person band, more. Than, mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, and no, the first gig that I played with the funk arc was at the Kennedy Center Millennium Stage. Um, Woo! So that All was right. uh, with one, no maybe rehearsal. two rehearsal, one, one oh, rehearsal. I think. Wow. I don't even think no there was one, dude. I remember I having. No, no, I think you're right. 
because uh, the rehearsal was after that for the tour. Yeah, you're right. Uh huh. Yeah. I don't even think it was a rehearsal. I was like, <laughs> so you played at, blind at the Kennedy Center? <laughs> yeah. And, and, and there's, there's videos sure. of it. Yeah, there's videos of it. Um, <laughs> and Lee, I, like, I remember watching some clips of you. Like, Lee, you're like, look at me. I'm white as a sheet. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing, dude. That's amazing. But you killed it. Uh, you really did. Yeah. I listened it, to that record I mean, it's, like, it's, a lot of times. You guys, I think you had. Had you just put out the From the Rooftops record or Exactly, recorded yeah. It? From the Rooftops was the first album and that had just come out and we were touring to support it. Gotcha, right. Yeah. And and that's what that's what was going on. And then uh, so we yeah, we did that Millennium Stage gig and then I think a week later we took off for a month. Right. You know, and it was um, it was a really challenging tour for um, for a lot of reasons, but yeah. Um, you know, we got uh, we got it done. Yeah. I don't think I think I don't even know if we we ended up for all the craziness, we don't, we didn't. There were no dates were canceled. I don't think so, yeah. You know, I think we still made everything, and we were shows. camping. Yeah, you know, it wasn't like we were in nice, like decent hotels. All you know, sometimes we were. Um, when we went to Vegas, yeah. We were, we were yeah, well, we had it, part of it was a residency at the Cosmopolitan in Las Vegas. Yeah. Oh wow! It was just fun, like a four three, nights three, four of craziness. Nights, yeah. yeah, and then, uh, but what was great is that, and this is to kind of wrap it up. Um, we then uh, that during that residency, we played at ten and at midnight, and we could do the same set. Oh, so we beautiful! Had, we had put all this new material together. We basically put the second record together, and we just played that record. That was our set. Yeah. Oh so, wow! So for four nights, we basically had this like paid rehearsal situation. We were just playing the yeah. twice a night. You got to just yeah. work through the record, yeah. and then we went from there straight to Austin, where we recorded that album with. Adrian uh, Quesada from who's now in Black Pumas. Yeah. Yep. And so that's it, that's why we were able to get the record done so quick. Recorded because in three days. It's all, it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all it's all just live, yeah. you know, pretty much. Probably first takes on almost every track, maybe almost every two, two three wow. songs went two or three takes, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, work. we were hammering. Yeah, exactly. We'd put in the work. Um, Adrian knew how, how to capture it because, and we knew, we knew what his vibe was. And, and so that record called High Noon. That was the second funk arc record. And that's you and playing drums on that. Yeah, yeah, that's me. Oh, beautiful! That's, I love that awesome. record. Yeah, it's a great. I love record. that record. Yeah, I still play it. Yeah, I still have it. It's yeah, great. yeah, and um, you also um, DJ. Uh, aside from from drumming, that's a, that's a big thing that you were doing around town. I remember yeah, at the time. yeah, and. and pretty now. much up until right everything shut down and um yeah i kind of prided myself on having like a pretty eclectic uh set but there was a lot of funk and a lot of soul and that i was doing a thing called the global soul brunch at a spot called songbird in dc um uh for the past two plus year two two years or so until everything shut nice. down and that was yeah. like that was yeah. uh you know like american inspired soul music from around the globe from around the world nice. so it was nice okay. to kind of unearth that kind of stuff stuff that you know the funk arc was based on and other you know stuff that i've done and so that is it's uh, you know i would try to put my hands in a lot of different genres and sounds yeah. and you know textures keep and, it fresh yeah yeah well so you know lee's definitely someone who knows a ton about music from around the globe and from and also across like you said different genres and different eras i i was interested when i saw an email from your production from, from grow room productions your label yeah. uh talking about this uh homage to a morphine album from the 90s called cure yeah. for pain <laughs> yeah how did you come across that record so i first heard morphine um 
like you know this this record came out in 1993 i think i was like in like fourth grade or something like fourth or fifth grade i i I wasn't listening (laughs) to that at all at that time yeah um Mm. You no, weren't? I wasn't at all. <laughs> Although I, you know, I kind of was listening to like the stuff that rose way to the top at that time, like Soundgarden and Nirvana okay, and stuff sure, like that. Sure. And that's kind of around the time that right, I started right. playing drums too. And that's I would just crank that stuff. Makes and sense. Hendrix and we'll play play along. And basically, like what your typical ninety nine nine one HFS and like you know the, yep, those yep. guys were playing. I mean, that's pretty much all of us. Yeah, right. to be yep. honest, yeah. <laughs> so, we can all relate directly. But I, to I, didn't, yeah. I didn't hear morphine, even though they had uh, a song in the Reality Bites movie, which ah. I remember seeing with with my parents in a theater. <laughs> which <laughs> nice. I don't know when that came out. Probably around that time too. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> in Laurel, I remember it was in the theater. In Laurel. But um. Oh. I didn't know about the morphine until Theme Time Radio Hour with Bob mm. Dylan, um, oh. uh, that great radio show on Sirius XM, yes. mm-hmm. whatever it is, oh, wow. that ran, yeah. uh, Jay, maybe, you know, it ran from 2007 or something like that around that. No, it was yeah, probably it was, earlier than that, it, 2005 or something like that. It, I think you were right, about 2007 to about 2012 or something yeah, like that. It was about five yeah, years. Like three or f- four or five seasons, something like that. But my so goodness, he, what a great show. Yeah, Theme Time Radio Hour, he would play songs based on a theme, and I listened to it every week, and uh, one of the themes was Days of the Week. And he played the song Thursday by, <sighs> by Morphine. And nice. it was much different than anything he would really play. He yeah, would mm-hmm. he would kind of get into some more modern stuff sometimes, but most of it was like, you know, stuff that influenced him or was around yeah. at the time when he yeah. was around. And yeah. Um, yeah, so he was like, you know, it sounded t- totally different. It would just stuck out like a sore thumb almost. And I just like, I had to hear more. And that's from the Cure for Pain album. And um, so that's where I started with Morphine. <laughs> Why don't we why don't we play a clip of that? Because if you've never heard Morphine, we can't really proceed. Yeah, that's that a is, that's that a good a, that's, a, that's a good place to a good intro, like a, introduction yeah. to their sound. <laughs> yeah. Alright, it's a little bit of Thursday by Morphine. Such a distinctive sound. Yeah, that rules. And you know, so there's a few, just a couple of things I want to draw attention to. First of all, which is the instrumentation of Morphine, right? Yeah. So the the guy's playing like an electric bass. Yeah, with two uh, strings singing. (laughs) Two strings. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and then it's sax and drums. So 
I had heard of morphine back in like middle school and high school, and I had friends who were checking them out, and they were, and then they would describe it to me. They're like, it, <laughs> yeah. I, "I know you wouldn't think this is good, but it's a bass, <laughs> saxophone, and drums." And I was like, <laughs> "Greg's like, no ah. guitar. I'm not in." Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but my experience Forget is it. exactly the same. I, I can yeah. swear I had s- friends tell me the exact same thing. Yeah, and they're like, "Dude, no, but you'll love it." But it's not like we could just go on Spotify and listen to Thursday. (laughs) Right, right, exactly. If we had, I would have been like, this is great. Sign me up. I'm on YouTube. I'm in. Even at the time, I know my tastes back then. I would have loved it. I would have really liked it. And the thing that this particular song does, which they do so well, is I want to hear the rest of the story. You know, it's like he's Mm -hmm. he's telling this story. It's like so vivid and so easy to understand. Yeah. Yeah, and um, that's one of the things that really drew it to me. Besides just the sheer sound, like weirdness and otherworldly mm-hmm. sound that I've never heard before of the instruments, was also the yeah. lyrics and how exactly it tells the story. And it, each story is so visceral and so and gritty, yeah. and you're just like, it's like a pulp, you know, novel or something. You you want to yeah. you want to see yeah. how it turns out for the gruesome ending. Yep. Like, it's like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's true though. It's dramatic. Yeah, it, it, you know, and, and it's it's incredible that they were able to get that kind of drama happening mm-hmm. with this ex- uh, eclectic uh, instrumentation and, and just raw like punk rock energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, well, Sa- Sandman, uh, Mark Sandman, the bass player and main lyricist and just the main you know push behind Morphine in general, he came from like a blues background playing Howlin' Wolf and uh, mm-hmm. th- th- these kind of tunes that were kind of just n- known in the blues community. In I think Cambridge, Massachusetts was the stomping grounds for them, and uh, mm-hmm. he, they had a band called Treater Wright um, before Morphine, and it was it was very much like John Spencer Blues Explosion kind yeah. of light yeah. almost, <laughs> and mm-hmm. like it's very similar sound and very similar aesthetic. I literally just found out about that band. John like Spencer Blues Explosion or Treater Wright? No, no, no. I know about them. <laughs> no, Treater yeah, Wright. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just doing the research for this yeah, episode. Yeah. I'd never heard them before. Although I feel like I've heard one or two of their songs before. Yeah. Like I don't I'm not sure where, but they're so good. Mor- Morphine they're brought so them to good. me brought brought me to them. But it turns out they had a song in the hangover, the first hangover movie. Uh, Treater writes. Oh, really? yeah. oh, that might be yeah. it. And that might be it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but they're so good and they're so talented, and yeah. it's the same kind of aesthetic a little bit. Yeah. Well, like at a, at a harmonica a diff- and you know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yep. yeah. But the same, the same sort of visceral songwriting too, but in like more of a, like a blues jump, jump blues R and B sort of sort of thing. Absolutely. Which is, yeah. I think it's cool that he was able to follow that lineage into morphine, and just like, I don't know what he was on but he just wanted to strip everything away yeah he's so minimalist yeah he really is yeah such a different vibe from what everyone else was doing at the time he he, there's a quote that i had pulled out of his uh about treater right which is uh his aesthetic is keep it simple at all costs resist the temptation to add if you're going to do anything to a song subtract yeah (laughs) love it love it yeah. yeah it's pretty cool ethos indeed Indeed, yeah. and and yet it sounds so unmistakably '90s, but then at the yeah. same time, timeless. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 interesting. You know, it's, it's like kind of carries where it all. Where does the '90s vibe for you, reside for you? Because I, I don't I, get it. You don't. I don't get a '90s vibe. I don't get really? a '90s. It's kind of grungy. It's kind of grungy. Like the like, voice. It's the voice. It's it's like the the uh, it's the delivery. Mm. I think. Uh, I, I think. It's, I, I I don't know if Jay. What do you think? I I agree. It's in the delivery of his vocals in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I can't like if you were to like pin me to the wall and say like, well what does it sound like in the 90s that makes me th- I right. can't say that right. but it's like his attitude and his lack of energy yeah that he brings it's a little bit of that technique. but it's also yeah. like I think it's it's an offshoot of the production values that were going on at mm. the time okay like I don't think you know like if it was produced in the 70s it wouldn't sound like that it you know what it kind of reminds me of this might be off base yeah. but like Chris Isaac hmm. huh yeah some of them hmm. the lower like, tempo just, tunes, yeah 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 not not stylistically but just just the sort of like like sort of elvisy <laughs> there's a song yeah. on their first record i think it's called uh the saddest song the the whole intro before he starts singing and everything sounds straight out of a sade song <laughs> oh wow <laughs> crazy wow. it's All right. got the little like uh like like a triangle in there triangle part ding, 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 ding. all right oh, wow <laughs> resist resist the temptation in, in a, to add a, anything except for triangle a, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah right. you gotta add triangle on this one yeah <laughs> that, that's crucial well they cut out the whole other percussion section <laughs> yeah yeah you All just right. Don't need to hear that. <laughs> but so, so cure for pain, though. I mean, we might have to play one more clip from the original. It's just so. Um, I mean, you, you can play the title track. I think that's like. I would agree. That's the one that made me go. Uh, this, this, yeah. you know, I was enjoying it, and then that song hit, and I was like, "Whoa, hang on a second. You know, what I mean, like, this, I, this deserves. This is gonna be. This is gonna be a, a repeat listen. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's spin that one. We, we say. Yeah, I mean, someday there'll yeah. be a cure for pain. That's the day I throw my drugs away. I mean, that's like... <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's wow. so great. Dude, it's such great melodies and such great By lyricism. the band Morphine. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like Man. Morphine and uh, the drug and, and encapsulated yeah, it, as yeah. well. <laughs> yeah. I it's, think the last thing I would say about them, like, just check them out live. Like, mm-hmm. just go to YouTube, check out Morphine Live. It's, it's a three-piece band. <laughs> Drums two string bass and a guy playing one or two saxophones yeah and they make this incredible sound and it's it's unlike really anything else it's it's just so it's great quite impressive yeah, yeah it really is yeah really is i have to say the one thing first listen on this did this jay remind you at all of agents of good roots oh i didn't think about that until right now but yes oh my <laughs> right? goodness Wow! Like, isn't this exactly like what they tried to? What they were? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, but with it's like a, they had like an eight piece, like band. a thirty piece. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So, so, absolutely. so this definitely influenced a lot of people, right? I mean, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I heard like Les Claypool yeah. was an admirer, uh, you mm. know, and um, which and which makes sense, like a trio storytelling, 
mm-hmm. you know, strange. I don't, I don't know where you guys yeah, stand who, who, who on uh, President of the United States of America, but uh, they, they, really? they, well, they he, I love them too. Their first two records are gold. Yeah. They, they uh, yeah. were contemporaries and hung out together with Morphine. And oh, so that makes oh, sense. Really? Well, they were doing the, the same thing. The stripped yeah, down guitars. The stripped yeah, down, but. Basses. You know, I as a kid, I always thought of that as like they're they're not yeah. as good. But my God, my it God. takes a lot of skill it's, to it's play like one or two strings. <laughs> arrogant little <laughs> I was, yeah. <laughs> well, he's only got three strings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's still some bands that do that. There's a band called Jeff the Brotherhood uh, that does that. I, I should play them uh, a, a different episode. Hey, I don't want to go down that path right now. A couple bands like the White Stripes, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A little bit. Indeed, indeed. You know, there was definitely that revival way back. Uh, mm-hmm. but, but the question, Lee, yeah. I think that's out there is like, this is a great band. It's a fantastic album. If you, if you spend the time to enjoy it, yeah. I, why make, why, why sacrifice well, four years of your life to make a tribute <laughs> album? Yeah, what's what's the what's yeah, the well, deal, Lee? Assuming you were working day and night, why are you just, just wasting that? your time? Yeah. No, yeah, <laughs> no, no. no, I mean that's. I think you touched on it right there. I mean, so many people that I've talked to or whatever, I'm like, you, you know, you got to know Cure for Pain. They're like, no, I don't know Cure for Pain. Like, what's that? Or what's what's morphine or okay, whatever? And right. I'm like, okay, well, you need to know. Like, you know, you guys got to figure this out you know get get with this music <laughs> how to and then so i started thinking like how can i bring it to a wider audience basically nice yeah oh wow that's just to that's really cool put that in kind of perspective for other people if anybody would want to check out growing productions and all that then eventually they might find you know this thing that we put out someday that's like <laughs> you know an homage yeah. to this yeah. album yeah. and uh be that's great willing to seek out the original so yeah i mean it started with that idea and then i'm like okay let's just do cure for pain and the the idea to cover the entire album and give it all to charity was kind of a simultaneous thought that i had yeah um, yeah where hmm. are the proceeds going to the for to the public for the justice album? center they're a nonprofit that um basically takes legal action to stand up for systemic racism and uh, equi- equity um, in in nice. the judicial system um, awesome. yeah. to stand for uh, underserved people in all of in all of the country, but it's based in Maryland, which I did. I found out kind of after I, I chose them, but which is cool. <laughs> nice, um, very cool. Yeah. Awesome. So um, nice. So yeah. So I mean, I I, I say four plus years. I was when I started talking to people about the album and like you know it. Had, scheduled it and everything i realized that the demo that i did on cure for pain the song the cover of that song came i i did that demo in 2013 oh wow <laughs> wow yeah okay. All right. oh wow so Jeez. i mean the the demo was kicking around on my hard drive for a long time and i think i just <laughs> i just put it off and put it off and put it off and then i started thinking okay well we have to do the whole album and that's when i really got more into it and started enlisting people that mm-hmm. i played with or people Saw yeah or people that like I, yep. I the my band should bill with and some people that i didn't even know and like you know to come to mm-hmm. come down the road and finally finish it so was that the, was that part of the process like uh hey you should go listen to this music and then i need yeah. you to come back to me and do yeah. <laughs> well i would just tell i would just tell people you know there's this song oh and they'd come back to me oh i know it i know that band or no i've never heard this before you know i'd love to do it or whatever you know nobody i i came to said nice. no i don't want to do it so that's cool yeah yeah, yeah, yeah totally. that's really so cool. i think at some some degree 
even people who didn't know about the band connected with it and you know when when you hear deborah bond sing cure for pain <laughs> uh that's the day i'll throw my yeah. drugs away like that whole thing you know there's a cave where the wise women went you know uh the the, the whole the whole thing mm-hmm. i feel like she's embodying the lyrics and that's just like yeah. mm-hmm. something that mark sandman wrote in 1992 or whatever can be sung by yeah. this woman in 2021 or whatever and you know mm-hmm. or anytime and feel Amazing, you know. What do you think? Do we crack open the? Do we crack it open? What do you I, want I, to listen I, to that? I, I, I yeah. think we should just uh, yeah dive right into the the clip of uh, Deborah Bond. Is, is is that how you say her name? Deborah, Deborah? Yeah. or yeah? Got it, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she's someone who I've heard a lot about uh, in my years in DC and never formally met, but I know a lot of people in her band. Anyway, but but it's she's she's got a good reputation yeah. out there, and she I think this track is lovely. Just gorgeous, man. Thank you. Man, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Gosh. That's super cool. So that's you. That, that, that's you on drums, right, yeah, Lee? Yeah, I play drums and bass on that one. And nice. And I'm with Zach Cutler um, on good on good Zach. Time. Shout out to and, Zach. And, uh, He's a homie. Oh, homies. And, uh, still homies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> still homies, Joe Herrera and Matt Ripito on, on yeah. oh, right. sax on that. I know those names. Yeah. To round the, those the were band. our funk arc buddies. Yeah. That was that was the, nice. uh, the, that was the horn section. Yeah. Matt and Joe, they also play uh, sax and trumpet for Theory Corporation. And uh, among many different other bands. Uh, Yeah, among exactly. Um, But yeah, so that Uh, that was like the six eight soul ballad direction that it's more of a 12 8 no, that's, a, that's, a, that's a topic that's a topic is that what they say don't yeah. start don't start moment Holy. please please school me um, yeah. no he's wrong he's go wrong. ahead but yeah so I was, I was uh, envisioning that kind of just like one day sitting there and just like turn the song into this I, I imagined like Otis Redding or Etta James singing you know this and it would fit right in with their discography I felt like if we did the My right goodness, thing, man, you nailed so, it. Yeah, and then yeah. Zach, uh, I had played a sh- I had played like a non-show with Zach, 
um, at a Harry Bell's gig also with Joe and Matt um, one time where it was just a pickup thing with Zach and three or four songs and Deborah was a singer on that one so that's when I, I met Deborah uh. that was like I don't know six years ago or something but um, I didn't even know if she remembered me or not but uh, Zach put put us in touch again and she agreed to do the song uh, I, honestly I don't know if she had heard it before but every inflection that she did in there was like exactly how it was in my head and we never communicated that <laughs> like it's just amazing like, wow. the way that she was able to, to conjure that kind of thing so my goodness man that is so sweet yeah. and the, awesome. the rest of the production uh, was done here I was able to record the drums here in the studio and oh um, right on well, there's a shout-out Did for you the... send her, like, the full backing? Oh, I'm sorry, Jay. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say that's a shout-out for the uh, potential quality of Grow Room yeah, yeah, Studios yeah, there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I we had I think I had the whole thing done because the, the original demo had um, me on guitar and, and um, MIDI horns and, like, <laughs> you know, it was, <laughs> yeah, I, I actually yeah. had sent it to somebody else pro- years prior, and they were like, I, I, I can't get down to this. So actually, so I was wrong. Somebody did turn me down, but it was it was for those. There you go. It was for those. That song was the the missing piece for a long time to finish uh, to finish mm-hmm. the album. That was like the second to last song that I was able to complete because I wanted the right person to sing it and to bring the life to it, and I kept striving after that person, and it led me to Deborah, who was the absolute per- for perfect person that I could good for imagine. you, man. You nailed it. You nailed it. It's great. Yeah, yeah dude. I'm proud of that. That's awesome. Right on. Yeah. Well, um, well, how about some other? Um, there's a lot of great tracks on this, you know, because again, you did you did the entire record. Yeah. What's, uh, what's another? <laughs> we we ended up like doing the whole, the whole record. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah. I, I think it's cool because the the original record has these two instrumental um, kind of bookends um, yeah. that bring mm-hmm. you into the record and kind of nicely leave you off at the end of the record. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were able to flesh those those instrumentals out pretty pretty cool and that the first one is with the mod orchestra which is the band that i'm playing with and trevor with trevor and so he starts the whole album out with a droney bass on with delays mm. and all this stuff and it's just like a wizard with mm-hmm. the bass <laughs> and uh um, yes. we were able to take their little melody that they played for like 40 something seconds and stretch it off stretch it out mm-hmm. to five and a half minutes <laughs> <laughs> nice um yeah. yeah so i mean that's and that's one of the few bands that i'm in that's currently like playing again playing live three nice. bands soul machine is another one um where we've been playing a bunch that's like a organ trio um organ sax and drums so mm-hmm. i felt like that correspond to the morphine pretty well um heck yeah mm-hmm. we, did, we did a head with wings uh that's the only other song i think that's instrumental all the other songs that have vocals on the original record have vocals on our record too um and uh yeah more more the more the bigger people we had is um gordon sterling and candace mills um oh yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah song together can we check that song out that's that was one of my Absolutely, favorites yeah. i don't know anything about gordon mills is Gord- he, gordon a, a gordon sterling and candace sorry, yeah. sterling Candace yeah, they, they are. Um, they're both deep uh, DC musicians. Uh, shout out to both of them. What's up, Gordon? What's up, Candace? Because uh, and Gordon was actually running this really amazing jam session uh, pre-COVID. That my you know my brother Austin, who's been on the show, oh, he right would go on. down and frequent. And um, but Gordon's an excellent guitarist and songwriter. He's got a band called Gold- Gordon Sterling and yeah. the People. 
they're, they're, they're um, about to put out a, a full-length record of originals, which should be really cool. Right on. Oh, and sweet. And then Candice is always singing in different bands, and she is specifically in CI, yeah. uh, that's uh, which is like an offshoot. Um, okay. It's kind of it's 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 a it's a band that has a lot of folks from Thievery Corporation in it, and but they're more like Rasta reggae. And uh, I actually did some, and Lee and I did some touring with them yeah, as well. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the last time yeah, I saw you. So, so, you know, yeah, <laughs> in California, amazing. That tour. That yeah, dude, three day tour. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it was good times. And uh, anyway, that's uh, so. So let's let's listen to this clip with that features Gordon and uh, and Candace. What song was this again? This is "Let's Take a Trip Together." Right on. off into mm. space from there <laughs> yeah <but> right on. <laughs> yeah nice. but i think that's great nice. like you know it's total what third third stone from the sun absolutely yeah sure. vibes like yeah. I, I love that you gave the artists the space to do what they wanted to in that yeah you know like interpret the song the way you want to you know that's not in the original exactly that's we we stuck in this whole session section in there and that also features don godwin on bass uh who's a bassist for this band and I think is the main basis and keyboards for this band. Too free, just making a lot of waves in DC. Um, and he played with Red Barat, I believe, too. A oh yeah, Balkan pretty band. dope. Um, and he's an engineer at Tonal Park in um, Tacoma Park, which used to be Airshow Recordings. Oh, is that what it is yeah. now? And that's where we recorded gotcha. that. So that's right nice. on. Nice. It's really nice to be in that <laughs> super sweet studio there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sound is lovely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it is, it is. Um so yeah, and, uh, yeah, good, and Gordon and Candace, I I don't know why, I just thought of that song as a well obviously it, let's take a trip together is the reason I thought of that song as a duet. Um right on. and Gordon and Candace have such a rich history, I felt like they could bring something to the to that to that song. You know, just like the unheard things or the the unsaid things that are heard, you know, in, mm-hmm. in the in the song between mm-hmm. people. Um, bringing different things to their their interpretation of the song. Um, Frank Mitchell Jr. singing uh, "I'm Free Now" is one of the other wow. ones. If you know Frank, I mean, it's and it's it's like the lyrics of this original song 
I'm free now are so self-deprecating and so yeah. like just like punching yeah. yourself down um, mm-hmm. <laughs> to the point where you got nothing. You're on, I'm free now. You know, like, mm-hmm. and <laughs> and for some reason, I just couldn't get it out of my head. Frank singing this song. <laughs> well, I think it, I think it was a really good choice because uh, he, you know, I, I knew I, I saw I was featuring Frank Mitchell Jr. and he's a sax player as well. Um, he plays in the Three Man Soul Machine with Lee, and he's also played with Thievery in the past. NCI, and uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, he's 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 someone that yeah, NCI exactly. He's someone who's been in the scene, and uh, he's a staple. And, yeah, and like, Fats Domino. He played with Fats Domino. No way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I knew that hurts. Yeah. So he's, he's, he's a heavy cat. Um, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, uh, yeah. But, but he's, he's, uh, he's definitely, I mean, like, if, you, if you're friends with him on Facebook, then what Lee's describing, I mean, even more so in person, but yeah, even just. <laughs> is, his, is his profile public? Everyone should just friend him just to see what yeah, he's. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, it's like. Yeah, he's he's he he embodies kind of the spirit of this song right. <laughs> in his real life, and um, so. <laughs> well, let's check yeah. it out. Yeah, let's hear it. Yeah, that's pretty great, man. Yeah, it is. And, nice. you know, yeah, it's, it is. I, I knew that he would be playing sax on it. I'm like, okay, morphine song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here comes Frank. He's going to play sax. I didn't. It didn't cross my mind that he would actually be singing it, but I know him as yeah. a singer, too. I've actually yeah, gigged right, with yeah. him as a singer. You and I was like, up, oh, he's yeah. singing this one. That makes That's great. <laughs> it, 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 took, it only took me two words to recognize his voice. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. yeah. I, I initially kind of thought of him singing it in a falsetto like he sung most of his other stuff. That's because true. Because I, no. I don't know if you, you guys catch up on that. So that... that the i mean we we say that honestly featuring frank missile jr so that's me i did all the other instruments on that besides mm-hmm. frank singing and playing. really good um thanks man you did a hell of a Sucks. job man that's kind of my homage to uh i kind of did like a mashup sort of thing on that one i took curtis mayfield's choice of colors and kind of took the backing of that and mashed it into i'm free now with the the morphine song and i, I changed the key of the original morphine song so it would fit the key of choice of colors mm. and so i had i had an idea for frank to sing it in the falsetto but it just it, it wasn't working with him singing it in the falsetto but no, when he sang no, it no, in no. this it, gruff voice it, like, yeah i don't know it, 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 it he's he connected more with, with really the lyrics. embodied the lyrics yeah, yeah exactly yeah absolutely yeah. now i was gonna say that uh i've heard a lot of tribute albums and this this doesn't strike me as like a typical tribute album because the, the interpretation that you bring to it um it's still true to the original but but the, the the room that you left 
uh, for that interpretation, I I don't know. It made it more interesting, and it was it was a thoroughly enjoyable listen. Awesome. Um, I, I, I was in, I was inspired by a lot of tribute albums. I listened to a lot of covers, just like in general, mm-hmm. and uh, I like to seek out like really good covers, basically, and like mm-hmm. some of the the, the these full length albums that um, uh, Spin Magazine put out and Uncut Magazine as well. They they put out some. And um, they did one. Spin Magazine did one of Purple Rain, which I oh, highly wow. recommend. Um, okay, you know they cover the whole thing, but it's it's all over genres. It's and it's it's really cool the way they bring um, synth and punk and all that and all that stuff into it and funk. Sharon Jones has a track on that one that's killer. Nice. Um, and then uh, and that's like with with artists that have all different artists as the mm-hmm. you know make up the full album participants but, yeah. yeah yeah but then there's a, a slew of them that are just one out one artist and one of the i think i was mostly influenced to make this record by the camper van camper van Be- beethoven uh full cover album of tusk by fleetwood mac oh, wow <laughs> <laughs> i've yeah. heard about that but i've never yeah. actually heard it i i i i was i was floored by this album i had never heard tusk Oh, really? <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. So I didn't know what I was getting into, which is like... Okay. Um, Did you so, listen to the tribute first? Yeah. Yeah. And then oh, I went wow. back and listened to Tusk, <laughs> yeah. and I can't listen to that. I only listen to the Camper Van Beethoven version. Oh, yeah. That'll ruin it for you. <laughs> and I was just like amazed that this band, <laughs> which is like kind of iconic in their right, like a punk band. There you go. <laughs> well, that's that's the Fleetwood yeah. Mac version, right? It's not a good that. one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's like not... It's the Camper Van Beethoven, kind of iconic in their own right, with a violin you know, fronted punk punk band um, <laughs> that they would come out of retirement <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and remake the entire Tusk album. And I was well, kind of just like blown away just by the concept, but also by their execution of it, which is so they just like threw everything at, at it. And it's just, it's just a, an amazing listen all the way through. I, I, I don't know. I can't recommend that, that album enough. Um, cool. But yeah, that, and also the um, Beck's record club, I don't know if you guys are familiar mm-hmm. with Beck's Record Club. No. He uh, would just go into the studio with whoever. The legend is that they would just listen to this to the album, right? And then uh-huh. and then with no preconceived anybody just do it. knowing the songs and just cover it. So, oh my goodness. Yeah. So they did uh, members of Sonic Youth and uh, I, I don't even know all the people that are on it, all these, you know, um, artists in his realm or whatever. Um, but so they did Leonard Cohen, um, songs of Leonard Cohen. They did, uh, Skip Spence or they Uh did, um, Velvet Underground and Nico. Wow. Uh, And like, I was just, you know, that when I heard those renditions of those songs too, I'm like, Oh wow. They took those covers and really like changed like inside out, twist them up. And cause I think part of it was them being so like spontaneous with it you know yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and that's so i kind of wanted to keep that with that i just had an idea take that idea and go for it or like give someone the 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 realm like backbeat underground i just i heard buena you know when i was thinking about buena i was like okay that's like that could be a super funky tune like who do i know Mm -hmm. in in my realm who's just super funky backbeat underground let me throw this at them and they'll do whatever they want i just i just told them i think this can be a funky tune like, <laughs> I think you guys could really funk this up. Right. Hell and, yeah. And they took it. And I didn't even know that they were adding uh, Brother Goodlove, who is the lead singer of Aztec Sun, who's a 
another big mm. like, up and coming if not already there dc band yeah um, i've heard about that yeah they're they're like huge funk band um and um so they brought him in to sing and they, they blew me away with how funky yeah let's listen to that (laughs) this is one of my favorite and this is like kind of it's not the opening track on the morphine album but it's the kind of the yeah yeah it's it's, it's after after that 44 second instrumental thing Yeah, Yeah, yeah. yeah this is great you wanted super that to be a funk, funk right yeah. that's perfect yeah <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's so good it. so and then Indeed, they, totally. they had this connection because aztec sun had just recorded um in massachusetts at alan evans studio inner uh, oh nice iron wax iron studio wax. i believe um and uh they had just recorded a full-length album there a little bit before uh, i think it was before maybe it was after they recorded this tune and uh, alan evans just uh is uh this drummer for soul life yeah oh okay okay um and so satya the leader of backbeat underground reached out to alan to do a mix and that's alan's mix of that song so i think that's a cool massachusetts connection too to morphine yeah 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 totally now alan said he he, he knew about them but he never he never runs into them over there that's what he said (laughs) i (laughs) I should also mention at this point that i reached out to dana Kali, um the saxophonist for morphine when I was getting close to finally completing all of the um, renditions, yeah. and uh, I was fi- I was able to track him down through the manager of Vapors of Morphine, which is their uh, band that they have now. Um, I saw they just mm-hmm. released a new original song, which is cool. Um, oh, yeah, sweet. Um, and um, he got back to me, and he said he I, I sent him like a little um, snip, you know, of each song like starting together preview mm-hmm. and he, he got back he said you know go go for it do it put it out so oh. um oh that's yeah, beautiful man got, got the blessing from him he was like just make sure that you get the licensing yeah. sorted out so that sandman's publishing gets the the whatever royalties so we we hooked we made mm-hmm. made sure that that happened so otherwise i wouldn't be putting this out like if he, if, if if they if they yeah. had come back yeah. and said sure. oh, we don't want this out there like i've been like no problem yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just drop it on youtube and forget about it yeah <laughs> i wouldn't even have done that no, i'd be I listening know, to kidding, it on my computer it would be mine to listen to it'd be like right. that, that uh wu-tang album you know that they right, 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 right. <laughs> Stupid five million yeah, yeah, albums. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well and the reason you had to reach out to the saxophone player and just to kind of book in the morphine story is that mark sandman unfortunately died of a heart attack on stage 
right? That's yeah. kind of the yeah. sad end to the morphine story for a yeah. while. It was like 97 or 99, something like that. Whatever it was, it was way too early, man. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's incredibly sad. Um, I don't know, like many, you know, there's not many musicians that go out like that, but. Mm. There's a few, though. Yeah, there are. It's like <laughs> mm-hmm. crazy, you know, you think. Yeah. yeah. But um, at least he, you know, he had this that he gave us, and, and people continue to follow his um, trail that he kind of he took and follow it and i mean i'm one of them you know like this the the music has definitely changed me enough that i want to spend multiple years of my life uh, following it (laughs) here it is put this album together yeah heck yeah Uh, yeah it definitely came out really nice and uh you know i i I hope that it brings uh some some more interest to not only uh to morphine you know which which who it's kind of an underrated, I would say, you know. Oh yeah, totally. Um, but also to all these uh, fine DC artists, and we would be remiss not to mention our good, good homie Mike Cammers, who also Absolutely. contributed a track. MK 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 is um, uh, one of the artists, which actually is a pseudonym for Mike Cammers, who is a multi instrumentalist up in. Uh, I mean, I guess I'm not sure which part of New York he's currently in. I think yeah. uh, <laughs> Jersey City I, now, but he was a Brooklyn based and. Yeah, I he gotta say, man, this there. is this is probably one of my favorite interpretations on the entire album. Yeah, absolutely. It's so freaking good. He's he, yeah. he's the only artist that we had that's not currently DC based. Um, okay. And yeah, he's I like just DC by him. he's like an honorary DC. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I just reached out to him. I'm like, hey, you know, like, I don't. Maybe you'd like to do this or not. And he, he totally changed the song completely. Yeah. And this was another yeah. one of those songs where the lyrics. I didn't even know about this when I sent it to him, but he had just gone through a divorce or was going through a divorce. Oh wow! When okay. when and he was like you know, I think I do want to do this song. It'll be some catharsis for me because of the lyrics. Uh, so, damn. I mean, and, and like, I, you know, he's a busy guy. He didn't have to, you know, spend whatever, however much time he, he took out to do the song and think of how to rework it yeah. in this completely but he, different he, way. He has, he has a studio and he likes to play. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, that, that's, <laughs> that's like all he, you know, he's a, it's a leap in some ways to say this, but he has, he's just, he's one of these people who's just like, obsessed with music you know and um i know that he uh he yeah he he can play a lot of different instruments not guitar though maybe now maybe now i I, I let him borrow my acoustic your job is i let him borrow well he he handed it back to me and he was like i can't play this this is like medieval torture device (laughs) (laughs) so but uh, some like, of his oh, videos okay. he's been putting out, he's been playing guitar on. That's some of them. Oh. He, 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 he leads this band. That's why we called him one of New York City's most eccentric band leaders in the <clears throat> in the blurb because he leads this band in New York called uh, the MK Go, the MK Groove Orchestra, and it's just it's a, it's a big band. They had a weekly or monthly residencies most weekly at the yeah, McKittrick yeah. Hotel, which is like I've never Hotel. been there, but um, anyone who has been there has told me it's uh, it's absolutely insane. Yeah, it, you know, it's like <laughs> I, each room has a different theme, and oh yeah, you take, you, you take your date there, and it's like unforgettable experience. And so he was all he was there, and he was always busy with that. But he managed to go on tour with Lee and I the following summer after yeah. that epic 
yeah. month-long tour. It was another month-long month summer long tour. tour. This yeah. one was not nearly as nice. <laughs> instead not of nearly a sprinter, smooth sailing. Either. Yeah, instead of a sprinter, we had a we had a van that was on its last wheels. Yeah. And uh, uh, but I mean, but we still made it through. Uh, yeah. yeah, somehow <laughs> that we was, made it. No we, AC, bro. No AC in Arizona. No AC. Happen. We were in Arizona in July, bro. Oh bro. my god. We were literally like putting ice on our head. You have a photo I of this, right? Picture. You just, Mark. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ice on your head. <laughs> just ice on our head, just seeing how long it would take to melt. Oh, man. And, and Unbelievable. As you know, Greg Loman doesn't do well in the heat. So, hey, you know, as I, you know. I, I sur- I've survived. I wasn't, you know. I, he melts. I might have mouthed off. I might have complained a little. Bit, a little bit. I mean, come on. Anyway, well, so let's cameras. Check out a, let's check out the camera. Cameras, sorry, sorry, cameras sorry, became, go, a, became a good friend on that on that tour, and like we he, yes. we didn't know him from anybody when he showed up. Like, we didn't at Matt's house to rehearse that, and then we left, and then it was like, you know, and then we were yeah. best buds at the end of it. So uh, yeah, it all cool. all I know is he came in and he was like, oh yeah, I've been listening to this this band Meshuga, and I was like, yeah. buddy, come yeah. on, <laughs> come on, new best friend. Let's listen to this. Yeah, this is this is MK MK MK's take on all wrong. She had a way of making people feel good around her. so glad you, you you provided that backstory yeah right because i was it's, like it's, man he, yeah because he really takes it down even further <laughs> yeah like uh, the, but, but it's a really the, it's a great the, the original is kind of upbeat and like and it was kind right, of i mean right. which is like one of the coolest riffs i think on the original morphine album <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah and like he could have easily just like done that you know and like been fine but uh, he wanted to change it and really that got deep yeah like you said like real deep yeah yeah very cool yeah killed it, it. it's funny because we we talked Nailed last week it. greg about about tribute bands yes and this week we're talking about this the, the tribute album it is really cool to it's cool to hear an artist's interpretation of a song that's already existed for the specific sake of doing it as a tribute right to said artist because it, yeah like yes. the things they bring into it they're all that's left is like their own individuality creativity and personality yeah. or circumstance of what they're going through so and i was thinking really about cool this to, one too yeah. because no one i've I, I haven't heard anybody like cover morphine really there's no there's mm-hmm. like a handful maybe like three tunes that somebody covered like obscure or whatever but mm-hmm. so we were we were able to go into this really fresh with the renditions you know yeah you didn't have to be because yeah. a lot of people just do a cover of somebody else's cover and i sure, f- sure. hate that that's yeah. one of my yeah. biggest pet peeves of somebody doing a cover of a cover it's like <laughs> you can figure out a way to do it to make it your, your own, own. version yep. from the original even if it's just playing the original but if you take someone else's interpretation then cover that right. 
Like, what are you? Yep. What are you doing? Like, that's so. What are you that's, doing? <laughs> what are you doing? That's that's one of my my biggest here. pet peeves. I've and I've I've told people about that too. So like, so when <laughs> we and we were able to just like come clean off of that. You know, we didn't have to like worry about that. So if we were yeah. copping someone that's else's cool. version that we never heard or whatever, you know. <laughs> yeah. No. But, no chance. You know. And with with a lot of the other artists, basically, the, I wanted to highlight the people who are kind of like a little new to Grow Room Productions, like the kind of people that mm-hmm. I got involved. But the other bands are all people that I've put out their records or singles or stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. David Beach is a is another friend of mine, and a lot of people. That's how kind of how Grow Room Productions took off a little bit, is that people came to me with their music. They're like, it's just me. I don't, you know, I hardly even play out live. Like, I'm just like making this music and I, can you listen to it? And, you know, I listen to it and 95% of the time, my friend's music just blows me away. I'm like, we, Mm -hmm. this should be out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if no one else listens to it, at least it's out there. So, um, that's kind of how I started releasing so much stuff because people would come to me and be like, okay, I have this. And then that led into, people doing more things like the the mm-hmm. slant and joe Ranguez, um is a, just a friend of mine who wants to be a, a completely um anonymous basically he doesn't want anyone to know that it's him and i'm totally fine with that and uh sure and yeah. he's plays all the instruments sings all the songs writes all the lyrics um and he had six songs that he produced way back when we listened to him from his soundcloud and i was like we should put these out put out the, the that first thing and then three or four years later he came to me with a full-length album and that album wow. i think is some of the best stuff we've ever released we released it in april of this year wow. um the and then huh. it, uh, in between that time he made the cover of um sheila yeah of, of sheila um which is like kind of his like you know psych rock rendition of it and yeah okay yeah, yeah. i mean there's just like all these people Lucian arc is another person that i that i deal with um that i work with and that's me and another person we made up personas for that whole thing because we didn't want to be you know associated with it either we put out a five song ep of that and that's um my friend shannon singing and she's amazing like (laughs) she and like we, we were in a band way back when and she kept with it and kept writing songs and you know she's just like people that don't necessarily have an outlet they're not like trying to make it or whatever they're not trying to be in, yeah, in the open yeah. mic they're not trying just to need like, to create and yeah. they would like to yeah, get exactly. it out there if anybody would like and to some of the, and yeah. their stuff is as good or better than you know these people that are like i don't know for lack of a better word like you know whoring themselves out to be the mm-hmm. next mm-hmm. it or whatever you know right. i mean there's 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 people that have merit and, and speaking need of to do whoring it, themselves but, out to be the next it yeah. there's bird, bird clock for you yeah, bird, bird clock bird o'clock <laughs> Yeah, we've heard of you before. <laughs> it's bird clock. It's, it's a clock that yeah, goes yeah, an hour to let us know herself. what it's thinking about. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, I mean like wow. this. It's sorry. About all that. Those, and Bad Assassins is another one. It's garage rock band. I think uh, their rendition is really cool. Another duet of yeah. Thursday, which is like yes. I, yes, that's that song is about this rendezvous between a man and a woman, and they made it into a duet, mm-hmm. singing the exact same words at the same time. I think it's really cool. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it is cool. Yeah, there's so much good on here, man. It's, it, it's where do people find this? Everywhere, everywhere. Starting September 10th. Where would you like them to go to find uh, it? Go to the Bandcamp and buy it. If you buy it, if you okay. buy it from growroom.bandcamp.com. Um, right now, well, as this is airing, it'll be one more day. It's on pre-order for ten bucks, and then uh, mm-hmm. after that, it's pay what you want. Um, and just like everything else on Grow Room Productions, is pay what you want. 
for the original music and um everything for this album that we make through the Bandcamp, spotify youtube whatever we're going to donate to Mm -hmm. public justice center Um, for everything else that you buy on Grove productions we we um donate 25 percent of it to aclu so oh wow um, nice, I've been, that's amazing i mean you know it's not a lot we give uh, you know about a hundred dollars a year to them but it's you know <laughs> sure it's something and maybe it'll yeah. grow you know it's like well, what yeah. else is uh grow room productions up to after this project that's a good question i mean we've been like <laughs> i've been pushing this to happen so much and uh this is our sixth or seventh release this year or something like that so wow. mm-hmm. we have one more scheduled for October, um, a remix album of the song. It's a, a remix EP of the song Was by David Beach, um, which came out in October of last year. Um, cool. And we've got uh, Stereo 77 from New York now from Florida and also Omega Man from Australia to remix uh, nice. the song. It's cool, cool vibes for that. Yeah. yeah and then totally. we got a uh, i'm finishing up my solo album the next honestly album and then um we've huh. got the next igloo 2 album is almost all the way done um and then we're going to be tracking some more stuff soon hopefully in the studio sweet right on. keep busy bro <laughs> yeah damn gotta keep moving you know <laughs> Indeed. Fine, it's really cool it's really cool yeah very nice stuff nice. man nice Honestly, 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 <laughs> seriously, <laughs> seriously. Wait, 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 I gotta tell one, one little t- tour okay. story. Okay, this, right. this is a classic. Uh, so, is this, this is the one like, I, uh, I need to drink. I think I know. Well, I, I mean, you'll, you'll, you'll know. it's not an embarrassing thing, no, or anything, no, no. but it, uh, but none it was of very funny. None of those, none of those <laughs> especially none of me. Um, but uh, so we were uh, all in the van, all looking for some lunch, and this is. Uh, we're probably somewhere looking for out. the lunch in the van. Sorry, go ahead. Well, we're looking for we're looking for somewhere to go eat lunch, mm-hmm. and uh, we were somewhere out in Colorado, and somebody pulls up on their phone. You know, this is like about ten years ago. Now all these apps have just started coming out, like Yelp and all that stuff. And uh, so <laughs> we look up. Uh, I guess somebody's like, "Hey, I found this barbecue spot," and we're okay. like, "Okay, uh, what's the address?" You know, and so we set, set it up to the driver. You know, dri- driver is Will, <laughs> the band leader. You know, and he's driving us out, to, and we're like, "Where, where are we going?" You know, <laughs> it's not like late; it's like in the middle of the day or whatever. But it's it's sunny and it's hot summer, but we're like starting to get really hungry. And it's like, all right, this place is 15 minutes away. All right, uh, you know, barbecues, but it's got great ratings. Or it's, whatever. Like, it's in this cul-de-sac. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's in this cul-de-sac though. So we, so we like pull up into this cul-de-sac, and uh, <laughs> we're like, what? this is just a couple of houses like this isn't a barbecue restaurant i don't see anything that says a barbecue restaurant and lee's like sitting shotgun he sticks his head out and he goes well there's, 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 a, there's a man, there's a there's a man out hanging out it's like somebody out there like it's out one of the houses and lee's like uh barbecue <laughs> and they looked at they looked at us like they had like we had no idea you know like, yeah, what, what the hell are you doing here? And we're like, we gotta get out of here. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> but that's the quote. You never got uh, any barbecue. Uh, we eventually well, got eventually, some lunch. I think yeah. we found some tacos. Yeah. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, uh, barbecue. But uh, yeah, uh, uh, barbecue. Barbecue. Beautiful. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you Classic. so much, Leah. This has been a lot of fun, man. Yeah, yeah thank yeah, you yeah. guys. Man. Um, Thanks for having me. Grow Room Productions. Where can people get in touch with you? Uh, uh, www.growroom.productions. No.com. Nice. Uh, 
Nice top level domain. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the Bandcamp, um, Instagram, uh, Facebook is feeded through Instagram. I barely go on there to do anything, but uh, change yeah. the banner every now and then. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and um, but yeah, uh, we're kind of pretty active on Instagram. I'd say you know like putting out you know ban you know th- things here and there for news or whatnot and we do a monthly spotify list our our artists put together 10 10 or so songs each month which i uh i stole the idea from big crown records um which they and i subscribed today then please do <laughs> beautiful and um yeah so it, everybody on the label will put something well most of the people will put something out every month so you're looking for some new tunes or whatever that you should check it out you should go check that out hey, hey <laughs> look at this guy yeah man it's like an old pro <laughs> beautiful Perfect. Well, thanks, man. Before we let you go, Greg, tell the fine folks back at home how to get in touch with us, please. All right, send us an email at yscipodcast at gmail.com. You find us on social media, Facebook, Instagram. On Twitter, our handle is at shouldcheck. Go to our mm-hmm. website, www.youshouldcheckitout.com. That's the find one. Find us on Apple uh, Podcasts and Spotify, and mm-hmm. uh, tell a friend that you should check it out. Yes, indeed. Nailed it. Awesome. <laughs> well done. Good job, Thank you. <laughs> Right on, and oh, you know, man. give a Thanks, give, honestly. give Rachel my yes, best. Yes, Lee. absolutely. Yes, and yeah. Um, it's a and, pleasure meeting you, man. Really, really excited yeah. for this uh, this coming out, and yeah. and excited to hear what you're doing, man. You're always working on stuff. Yeah, so I mean anytime. the whole the whole back yeah. catalog is really where it's at. Like everything we put out is fucking gold. Yeah. So. Well, we're gonna link all this <laughs> stuff up in the show notes. So yeah, for sure. Anybody listening, definitely check the notes. Yep. And anytime you got anything uh, new to hawk. Yeah. On the unsuspecting public, yeah. you just know where awesome. to, you know where to find. Yeah, I thought this was a good one yeah. to try to get the word out for the charity and the the tribute album. Greg said he's been listening to Cure for Pain a lot, so you know. Yeah, yeah. one last thing I should throw in there is that it was actually my buddy Miles uh, Tackett. Uh, we 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 were hanging out one night, and he was like, "You know that album? You know Morphine, right?" And I was like, "No." And he's like, "You gotta nice. listen." To this guy there is actually know? a prolific DJ out in LA who Miles you're, you you said you you're like a follower yeah, I I don't know him he, but I follow yeah. everything he does funky soul Yeah he's uh, the man you know uh, he goes to New Orleans and plays and all that stuff I mean every every yeah, funky he, tune he, <laughs> music man Miles he's got he was bass player in Breakestra or guitar player Yep and the, and like the main and, band yeah, leader yeah. in Breakestra um he also uh yeah he has he has a night out here where he DJs every Saturday night you know whatever normal and under normal conditions and uh yeah funky soul um and uh, his dad was in little feet whoa anyway oh, you can wow. <laughs> yeah we got we, we got to get him on he's yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah I'm, I, I met him through his girlfriend <laughs> nice, out here nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> careful now careful <laughs> well no yeah but he's a he's a he's a fun hang great guy i i, I gotta tell you man uh lee you I, there was some been some some fun little like uh nights out here right that were yeah. you know like where where you know i get together with miles and uh and his girlfriend Brittany, who's like been out doing the la thing for a long time knows a lot of really badass people yeah. and uh she's like oh we'll do a new year's party at my friend mario's house you know and it was it's like oh cool we get there's like this beautiful house eagle rock i was like who's this guy mario she's like mario c like <laughs> Mario C likes to keep it clean. <laughs> like Beastie Boys, I was like, "Oh, that Mario!" <laughs> yeah, 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 and then like Gabe Roth Jeez, shows up, yeah. and then it's like a jam session. Wow. You know, it's like yeah. like a lot of the, a lot of those depth tone people. Yeah, and they re- re- relocated out there for the most part. Yeah, right? and 
And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, yeah, you know Will Rest? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's on that album Lee you guys are putting out right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Lee, as you'll anyway. find out, it's, it's, it's Greg's world, and we're all just living it. Oh, Indeed. don't I know. Don't I know. Get out of here, guys. <laughs> all, right. all right. Thank you again so much, Lee. It's been a pleasure. Right, and, Appreciate gentlemen, it. it's been a pleasure. Folks, yes. we will see you next week. How about it? Hey, all right. So glad we caught you, man. (laughs) (laughs) 